0: The people you don't know who you kind of need to know to know who they are oh fuck i I don't know what i'm saying fuck it i I quit (laughs) no
1: no no i hear what you're saying you gotta know the people that you don't know before you know them in order to know if you're gonna (laughs) like the gathering it's a it's a it's an unknown known like that's really what it is you don't know the
0: unknown known
1: (laughs) yeah you know what you don't know but is that enough to really, you know, set you up to go and 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 then, you know, get to know people? No. How are you gonna know? Exactly.
0: I hate this part of the show. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's 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 where we're at. Hey, Techie, how are you? I'm all right. Welcome to the show, buddy. Thanks. Welcome to the shoe. I could contribute. Oh, yeah. Always a good contributor. Contributionist? I don't know. Contributor, baby. Contributory? Something like that. Carburetor. Always a good carburetor. You know what, Tiggy? You're a great carburetor, man. Straight I am. You carb all the Raiders. Keep giggling. (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's good content <laughs> it's really stupid <laughs> it was very stupid uh... oh, we'll, 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 get, we'll get going we'll get going we'll get,
0: we'll get going here in a minute we'll, everybody will, we'll perk up a little bit <laughs> you know what would make this better a couple of drinks <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean it might have made that joke funnier that's for sure made the
0: joke funnier yeah, definitely maybe. Welcome to the Save vs. Poison Podcast, the podcast dedicated to gaming, general geekery, and enduring sobriety in an ever maddening society. With your host, Will, and two guys that probably live under his stairs. If you're an addict, know an addict, or are just interested in exploring the outer mysteries of geekery, you're in the right place. Without further ado, let's get to the show. Welcome back to the show, everybody season five episode four and it's a very special episode just like every episode is very special how do you tell which ones are the special episodes and which ones aren't the special episodes i don't know anymore they're all so beautiful and special to me but tonight we're gonna do a little year in review we're gonna take a look at where we started off last year at the beginning of of uh, 2022, we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up a little bit. We're gonna wrap it up with our good friends. Both of our uh, both of our co-hosts are here tonight, which is awesome. Because Steve's still sick, and Tiki didn't die in a fiery motorcycle crash today. Because he took that some bitch out into the world, and it's still icy and snowy on the ground some places. In some places. Some places. And he might be a carburetor. He might be a car. Fuck. Now I have to put that joke in. Yep, Jesus! To, uh, yep. Why would you pen me into a into a corner like that? You, you, I mean, was there? were you really going to go
1: with anything else? Yeah. Like, I mean, the FAO really Schwartz of jerking things? off thing? I mean, that could have yeah, worked. Could've... That could have worked. Do what you want, man. Uh, you just, did you just bring up a, like a like, – You're like, FAO Schwartz, it's a, it's a kid's uh, – it's a big toy store. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, also jerking off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> did you really just throw those two together? And, like, I did. Your... I did. And okay. I'm not going to give
0: any more context, and if you do yep. – then you're doing this, uh, show us service. No,
1: I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I am not going i am not going to i do not even know who the Schwartz people are. Kids toy store, German
0: name jerking off. I, I, it all, it all, it all comes together. It'll all come together. It'll all come together. Joining me tonight. He often refers to some of the physicians he works with as future real estate professionals, claiming he thinks they'd look better in a red Remax blazer with a name tag than a lab coat. He's my friend, Steve. Hey Steve, how are you?
3: Uh, I'm well. I don't know that I followed that joke.
0: <laughs> Cause you hope that they'll be drummed out of medicine, and their only thing that they—god damn it—the only thing they'll be able to do will be real estate. Sell
3: houses. All right, fine. Oh, okay.
0: No, no. Wait, wait, wait. Do it again. Do it again. The whole thing? Yeah, the whole thing. Let's we'll start over. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. We'll start over. No problem. No, 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 no. Yeah. It'll be fine, yeah. Hold on, I'll do a wackier voice, too. He there often refers go. to some of the physicians he works with as future real estate professionals, claiming he thinks they'd look better in a red REMAX blazer with a name tag than a lab coat. He's my friend Steve. Yeah, I'm still not sure I get it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Just double down on that one, didn't you? Just double down on
1: oh, that one. Oh, it's awful. So now you have to keep both of those in now, there. Yeah, now I have to keep both of <laughs> them. In. Yep.
0: yep. Now, but yeah. here's the thing, though. Now that was it sounds fun. like that it sounds walk. like something that. That was you, a long yeah. walk. and I loved it. Yeah, you did yep. a good job. You that was did a good. good. Job. That was good. I feel like I should go into real estate now. A little bit of like a rope-a-dope action
2: there. You just drew him into <laughs> it that, was, you pricks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> also joining us tonight, he was recently let go from the dildo factory. For testing the products at home, saying that his commitment to the company was so great that he just had to know the product he was helping put on the market passed his own
1: rigorous examinations. He's my yeah, it's a, it's what we also call a, a quote unquote smell test. You just yeah,
0: kinda... <laughs> you know you know how hard it was for me to not put sniff test he in that joke. This. Yeah, <laughs> hey, hey hey, I used this. What's the
1: after scent? Oh my God, that smells like broccoli. <laughs> Like I know, broccoli does that to me.
0: Yeah, I, I haven't even been eating broccoli. It's broccoli, it's it's all, eat, yeah, it's, it's all been it's,
1: cauliflower. It's just a big stinky kind of mess. But if it's like asparagus and broccoli, man, out both sides, and it just, it just smells weird. I don't know why broccoli does that to me. It's, I don't know. It's either an odd thing. I don't, I don't know either.
0: Know. It just it
1: it it does. Look, it, I mean, the main the main thing is, and I think that the problem that, that they don't see is that you, if you're taking your work home with you, it isn't this show dedication?
0: I see. That's what I would have said as yeah.
1: well. But yeah. apparently they just said it no, was No, no, no. They said it was. You know, they, yeah. Time. They were like it's theft, especially when you try to sell them out of your house. What? The fuck? Selling, selling them used out <laughs> of your house. <laughs> we didn't. Uh, it was secondhand, is actually the way that we. The way that, that was I,
0: that was right. how we we. Well, so that was different though. That had a business uh, yeah. license. You're just selling yeah. them. Out of your, like, li- I think you're literally just saying, make a paper plane out of the money and I'll toss you a dildo. <laughs> Maybe yeah, it hits was, them in the face. Like, it did, well, it depends on how,
1: yeah, and how floppy do you want the dildo to be versus <laughs> if they're stiff, because <laughs> the stiff ones fly different when you throw them.
0: The original vision for the joke was you were going to throw them at Girl Scouts trying to sell you cookies. Uh, that but, uh,
1: is, wow, really, yeah, really, I know, really I know, doing I know. another callback to, <laughs> to, to, sex, <laughs> to sex jokes and kids. I know. That's I know. awesome. Okay. I, that's why I didn't do it. During a trade off, yeah. Some of those—I uh, don't know the names of the girl's Scout cookies anymore. I guess like Thin Mints is the only one I know. Yeah, I'm like, give me like a couple of rolls of Thin Mints, and I'll give you a couple of dildos.
0: Yeah, like, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, and, and you treat
1: it like a drug deal. You're like,
0: you hand me the box, I'll give you the dick.
1: <laughs> yeah, but and then once you're right, and then and it's, well, then it been the, well. The worst part about it being a drug deal is the moment we sampled those products like now we want more and it's like you know it's just like a regular drug deal you're like ah shit now i'm addicted right yeah. right fucking thin mints I, man yeah, thin mints and Samoa's. yeah really really addictive
0: <sighs> so delicious hey guys how was your christmas season steve you go first good
3: it was a good christmas season yeah uh, busy you know as always we have the both both sets of parents here so a lot of a lot of family to
0: visit, right? Um, unlike some people, I don't mind as much. <laughs> we'll get into that in a minute. This, <laughs> let's spotlight on you right now, okay? Don't refocus the lens. Uh, this no, is it's about good. your journey of Christmas.
3: Got lots of cool stuff. I got a holiday Optimus Prime, which is super fucking cool.
0: <laughs> so it's like, like, does he have like the 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 Autobot Matrix of like? yuletide or something like what i guess it is green it's weird oh wow it's supposed to be sparkly blue Uh, it's it's a green one
3: uh he has a candy cane uh gun yeah it's cool huh wow okay (laughs) cheers right on
0: what else yeah this was good it was a good christmas
3: um aside from my uh, from my oldest preteening as hard as he can
0: pre-teening and he
3: is how old now he is now 10 uh he is he is leaning into that hard? <laughs> wow, a little early yeah. for that.
0: A little early for that. You weren't ready. Yeah,
3: that's what we're saying. <laughs> you weren't but ready. He was not ready. at all. Yeah. That's a, But that
1: that's that's about the only thing. But
0: yeah, you know, it's been good. That's good. How about you guys, Tiggy? How's your uh, how's your holiday season?
1: Um, I was. I went out and I saw my kids, and that was really great. I think I talked about that last episode. Yeah. yeah. And then the actual holiday rolled up and. I was just depressed, just miserable, it was just hating life. I just don't like the holiday. I don't really get it all that well, so to speak. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah, i even say I was in a, dealing with a really bad bout of depression for, the, like, the last four days. So, it was, yeah, it sucked. But um,
0: Ouch, I'm sorry to hear yeah.
1: that. Yeah, but it's, it's just... It's kind of the way that I'm wired with uh the way I was brought up. Sure. So I don't know. You had a little bit more analysis on it, a lot more thinking on it. It was like, okay, so I think I have like some idea of like kind of what causes me to feel the way that I do. Yeah. And I've never like why it manifests and, and maybe I can figure out a way to deal with it with my therapist. So Yeah. So yeah, that was it was a it was a, it was a bit of a two parter. It was really good, you know, at the beginning and then it was, you know, kinda of bad by the end. Yeah. And kind of snapping out of it today, getting out on the motorcycle was really helpful. Yeah. 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 That's the best therapy.
0: It's funny. I had another friend who, uh, they, their, their, one of their parents passed uh, on Christmas Eve. And it was somebody that they were like estranged from and like deeply estranged from. Like there, there was an an abuse, a physically and emotionally abusive. Uh, relationship in this person's childhood and this parent was the you know locus of that was the the source of that and uh i all i could think was man i really hope that this didn't put like too much of an emotional weird damper on this person's you know christmas because they have they have they've got a kid and um they've got a partner that they're that they're with and i think that that situation is is a good healthy one um but all i could think was uh you know for these moments that that are kind of you know spot and tragic uh hoping that that it doesn't ruin the season because yeah steve steve alluded to uh somebody here not uh liking uh uh dealing with you know other people on christmas and that's that's obviously me (laughs) ha 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 uh for the most part i still have you know the the actual day itself is still a pretty pretty joyous occasion uh, around these parts so um yeah. yeah so thanks for the thanks for the share man i mean I, that's it's rough that it that it it's rough that the last couple of days have been suck but i appreciate you sharing them
1: yeah, yeah no problem
0: as for me um yeah i i have a problem going to other people's places for, like, holiday stuff. Like, I don't like Thanksgiving. I don't like Easter. I don't like, uh, you know, the extra Christmas stuff. I, I want people to come to me in my, you know, in my in my home. I like my home. I don't like going to other people's homes. It always bugs me to go to other people's homes. It has for, uh, for several years now. And, you know, um, if it was just a tiny gathering of – you know, my wife and kids and then my sister in law. Um I that that'd be okay. Um and this is like I said, I I I care about my the extended family, my wife's family. They're all wonderful, warm, kind, caring, good people that I like very much. Um, but for some reason the added stress of, of the holiday and the semi forced nature of the gatherings always kinda puts me a little bit on edge. And I don't I don't I have no idea where that comes from. Don't know where it comes from, and uh, haven't talked to anybody about uh, where that might originate, so maybe I'll you know maybe I'll get on that before uh, before next year. Maybe that should be a, a new year's resolution. So yeah, yeah that was my that was my holiday experience. the kids the kids were great. Um, they, had, they had a great time. My sister-in-law, my wife and I all buy gifts in an effort to try to make each other laugh. So my wife got a pair of mullet socks. It's like a pair of socks that have like, you know, mullet hair on the back of them that she absolutely loves. They're ridiculous looking. I got my sister-in-law a penises of nature calendar. <laughs> so it's just, it's just a bunch of phallic, uh, phallic nature symbols, you know, mushrooms, stalactites, cacti, and the like, <laughs> uh, and all she could do was laugh and, and ask me where the hell she was supposed to put it. And I'm like, what do you mean? You like As soon as you people come in the door, you you, <laughs> yeah. you put that on the
1: wall. Like front yeah, right
0: next to the front door. It's like I want everybody that walks into your apartment to get a like a nice, you know, shot of nature penis. I think that's important. Uh, my sister in law got me a mullet coloring book. I don't know why there's so much mullet stuff this year and then my wife got me a cookbook and like well it's a it's a book the cover of the book is how to cook with semen (laughs) the inside is just a it's just a notebook but i look forward to writing a screenplay at uh, starbucks with that open that'll be fun how to cook with semen thank you baby appreciate the crap out of that gift that's going to pay dividends in uh in people asking me to leave the starbucks or the local library excuse me, sir, that's an inappropriate book for this place what are you talking about? <laughs> just just trying to learn how to cook that's it. I like that all of the um the recipes in there all I can think is like okay, so you take two cups tomatoes, uh three cloves garlic, one half onion, and then saute, and then right at the end just jerk your husband off into the into the pot. Specifically, you gotta be your husband. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You
3: know, it could be a it too.
0: could be a hobo. It <laughs> well, could, could, could be anybody. Could could be F A O Schwartz. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd have a would have a real problem with it just being like just having my member out like right there in front of like a, like a hot surface. It's so warm. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> gotta watch that splatter yeah, well, yeah, well, it's, spl- yeah. It's, a, it's just it's right there like you like if you slip by any chance like let's say you have a really hard orgasm like right your come and your like knee gets weak for a second and you tilt <laughs> forward and now you've got a huge blister like on the side right of your, on the underside your, right of right, the, right on the underside. yeah you know and you know is she gonna take credit for that probably not
0: no 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 I mean, she might help smear some ointment on it
1: though now yeah cool, whatever, but now you're not making... Now you're not cooking anything anymore. Yeah, that's true. I mean, at least for like two to three weeks until that burn heals. How? It's just what I'm saying.
0: (laughs) Why why doesn't this burn heal? Well, I... The problem is the ointment. (laughs) (laughs) And the application thereof. Because she's the one doing it.
1: Yes. (laughs) Thank you, that... (laughs) <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good joke you see it's funny yeah
0: yeah because
1: yeah. Yeah. it's you brought her up right. by the way don't discriminate this you could actually have a a husband it's true your husband so could jerk you really, off into the into the soup yeah, that's true
0: you, you can make base with your husband although at that point in time no you, you actually
1: i think the problem with that solution right there is or with that scenario mm-hmm. is now you're getting double the amount of semen possibly your, yeah and that could change the flavor that's true that's true.
0: <laughs> this, this flavors profile is just way off.
1: <laughs> yeah, just Weird. it's just too it's too salty, and it tastes like I don't know. It's a little I don't, know, I don't, I don't know where to put it. Yeah, I don't know where I can I don't know where to put that flavor. It's kind of got like a musk to it. Steve, thoughts? Uh very few. Very few.
3: <laughs> uh, go ahead and let you guys. Take the wheel on that one <laughs> cheers all right well
0: uh speaking take of things wheel. that Steve like let's take the stick speaking of things that Steve lets us take the wheel on my name's will I'm an alcoholic I'm a stickie and I'm an alcoholic uh Steve
3: Steve I, no, I, there was, there was an, I thought there was gonna be something said I, I assumed that will was gonna No, Steve. No, it's, your, your, it's your turn to you're're you're, you're a part of this podcast, oh okay buddy. then my name's Steve. I'm not an alcoholic. However, I have discovered what might be the greatest band to ever exist. Have you guys have heard of Steve and Seagulls? Steve and Seagulls. Steve and
1: Seagulls. Steve and Seagulls?
0: No, this is, is new it a whole,
1: to me. Is it a whole band that dresses like Steven Seagal?
3: You would think that's what they do, but no. They're just a bunch of redneck, like, hobo-looking guys who do, like, bluegrass covers of songs like... (laughs) Let's see here. Uh, Tell me Aikido Chop. Thunderstruck. (laughs) Uh, Danger Zone. It is fantastic. I highly suggest everybody stops what they're doing. Pause the podcast right now. Yeah, right now. Go to YouTube. Look up Steve n seagulls it's amazing i'll even post this on the man i want to on the discord thank you oh my god sure. it's been
0: 6 months since you uh since you interacted with the discord server yeah. that hasn't been long <laughs> dude it's been for fucking ever like like i, I, I told you months. about it once and you were like oh hey okay i'll check it out and then you like wrote like Two sentences. It was definitely a me. hot dog thing, yeah, making fun of yeah. Tiki or something at one yeah. point. Oh yeah, yeah. The the hot dog thing. That was a while ago, yeah. Anyways <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: Steve N. Siegels. It's super fucking cool.
0: It's super <laughs> fucking cool. All right. Um I don't have anything. I don't I I this does not want to send me down a uh, a psyoping rabbit hole. Um
1: I just right now I just had this picture in my mind of a bunch of guys with like widow's peaks, like black jet black widow peaks with like a like a shitty ponytail constantly on the back squinting, playing, and like again yeah, each one of them plays like one of the instruments, and they're all like horribly out of shape. No, nope, but them, a lot of overalls, a lot, a lot of, of overalls, <laughs> which, which is I've never seen Steven Seagal wear overalls, so yeah, it's weird.
0: You would think it would be a natural thing for him to wear though, right? the overalls yeah i, I could know. see steven in some overalls <laughs> like one day know. he's just like i'm gonna paint my house and all these overalls are so comfortable no, I, can't I don't even know you. how i
3: discovered this band like yeah, i whatever. can't even
0: remember how i came across them are you just looking like looking for ideas of stuff to talk about on the podcast or like I, steven no i think
3: boom <laughs> i think uh on my little feed there came up one of those videos of of steven seagal uh doing his little russian weird propaganda where he's like. Like disinterestedly throwing people around, you did that one, you know? Like dis- yeah. I
0: don't think it's disinterested. He looks no, pretty is, disinterested.
1: It, it is. It is nowadays. It's like really lazy aikido. Like he yeah. just like oh, just... people. Like, Ugh. like, like you know, he's doing it in Russia because, like, yeah. like you've got Putin in the background who like loves judo, and he's just like watching Steven Seagal, and he can tell he has an erection. And yeah, Steven Seagal is like just walking around being a dick. The, the worst part about it is like Steven, what, what he'll do is Steven Seagal oftentimes takes a move like all the way to that point where it's like all the way almost to the breaking point. With yeah, you. Even if, yeah. Even if they're tapping out, he's yeah. still like, like, that'll teach you to come at me even though I hired you to do that. Yeah. He, like,
3: t- he like, like taps his arm for the guy to like clearly go after the arm.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do the thing I yeah, want uh, you to do. That's how street gosh, fighting so embarrassing. works. embarrassing. Well, no. That's every anytime I get into a Street Fight, the first thing I do is tap where I think that you know they should should strike me, right? (laughs) Yeah, grab me, grab me here. Coming right
1: here. I played Street Fighter One and Two quite extensively, and that was never an option. Yeah,
3: which
0: is a bummer. I think
1: he's also wearing like like,
3: weirdly pointy shoes in this video.
1: (laughs) Find the find the one where Steven Seagal dances. is He wearing pointy shoes? (laughs) Just 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 look it up
0: spoiler alert it's not like watching christopher walken dance where you're surprised and no it
1: isn't it isn't because it's very it's very clear that Stephen call is not any kind of like trained dancer at all right even
0: though he would tell you that he'd been working with dancers for like 40 years i've been working with dancers for 48 years (laughs) he totally would do that yeah yeah.
1: it's 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 like a terrible i can describe it for you but i'm kind of i kind of wanted to hear steve giggle yeah it's, it's, he's, he's like in this big public square and there are these ladies there in like, you know, kind of like traditional dresses. I don't know if it's Russian or, or just that Eastern European kind of look, but there one of the ladies is spinning and her dress is way out and she's, you know, like not way out I mean It's just, it's just feathered way out because of the of the motion and all that. And she looks like elegant. She looks elegant. She's moving her arms and all that. And Steven Seagal is like out there in the square too. And he's just kind of like. Walking sort of like a waddle, but he's like moving his arms like up and down, like just like Like he's like 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 like, he's like a penguin. Like it's it's pretty, it is it is bad. Like, watch, like, I mean, it's it's very clear that he cannot, like, especially at this age. I think I was like pushing like 80, but like, yeah, he's it's it's just embarrassing. Like, you can't can't do any kicks, he can't do it, he can't move at all. So, he's just kind of like stands in one spot waddling back and forth in like this like you know six foot area Waddle this way waddle that way and he's nice. just moving his, <laughs> banging his chest and moving his arms it's it's really bad and he's wearing those stupid glasses <laughs> those glasses <laughs> <laughs>
3: they're so dumb it's
1: did you find the video? Steve? Oh no, but I've
3: I've seen oh. like several. Like he he's got those gl- damn oh, glasses on in a couple. So. Are
0: they the, the like the round glasses? Yeah. No, yeah. they're
1: the they're the the ones that he. God, in one of his movies, there's oh, a. There's a love scene where he wears, he's wearing like those like orange or yellow tinted glasses, like shooter glasses, basically. Oh, God. And he's always wearing those. And there's one of them where there's like a love scene and he keeps his glasses on the entire time. And it's like, ah.
0: Does he ever get up from his chair? <sighs> in the
1: love scene? Does he ever get up from
0: a love scene with Steven Seagal? I'm sorry. I just. Oh,
1: God. No, it's not. It's not. It's not as. No. No, it, it is. It, it, all, all it will really remind you of or make you think about it is like, Some sort of, like, human trafficking led to this because no woman who looks that hot has a huge, you know, like, is, like, really, really into Steven Seagal and his body. uh, You know, like, the the man flab and that stupid ponytail.
0: All I can, like, we could literally just replace condoms with that visual, and I think that that would be perfect, perfect. Pictures of of Steven uh, Seagal. Fucking... Uh, contraception. I, I think it would. I, th- I like, could, and That's something the Catholic Church could probably get behind, too.
1: Uh, yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could see that working out. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> nice gracious. Wow. You may have just solved uh, the contraception. I oh, love debate.
0: scene with Steven Seagal. I but never thought that I would have to think my way through that. Okay.
1: There are a few things that happen in all of Steven Seagal's movies. One, there's his bully fantasy where, like, Somebody messes with him and he like winds up beating the hell out of somebody. Yeah. And yeah. there's like, of course, there's like no consequences for the fact that you will like break somebody's arm. But uh, then, so that's one of the things that always has to happen. Uh, he will shoot his gun. Uh, some, it's, he, he will always be incredibly accurate with his gun, even when he's not looking where he's shooting. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> or, if, or if his eyes are just closed or if he's sleepy there will be like, there will, yeah I swear to god there i think i've so seen awful. scenes with him shooting his gun where he's like he's like like napping he's like kind of recumbent and he just yeah. sort of puts the gun up <laughs> and he's not even looking and he just squeezes off a couple of tri- yeah. like it, it's ugh.
1: there will be a scene where he has to reconnoiter or rethink something for some reason that will take place in a strip club. Yeah, oh, no well. matter what, that just always does. Well, with the
0: music being so tranquil and nothing distracting going on on stage, it's so easy yeah, to think through a there. plan
1: yeah and and while at the strip club some hot really really hot girl will fall in love with him yeah that's also another thing that happens quite frequently i wonder if uh, this is
0: like his this these are his writers these are like like in any script that he sent <laughs> he's like listen these are my demands <laughs> that i and need then there, then to have happen like
1: there is one last thing and this is actually this is the one thing that only i've seen happen in when he was young, this happened quite a bit. But now that he's much, much older or just a little bit older or just doing his movies, which are clearly a money laundering scheme, um,
2: <laughs> he will
1: he will never run. Like it just doesn't happen. Like, like like even when he's like, "I gotta chase this guy." and you're like, "Wow, that, They are getting away. (laughs) (laughs) At this
0: stage, we're pretty sure that Mr. Seagal's joints have been replaced by ding-dongs and ho-hos. So we don't think he actually can run anymore.
1: Yeah, he just, oh, there's so much. Yeah. Alright. so all right. I, I, it's bad anyway so i didn't know this fuck you steve it. i said this was gonna sigh off us and we and went oh he totally knows did. that
0: uh, all he's got to do is just say steven seagal and you and i will go on a
1: tangent making and seagulls oh uh, by the way S- steven still Seagal's not last subtle name, not subtle all right steven seagull's last name is still spelt seagull <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking dick <laughs>
3: All right. So, uh, and just for the record, I uh, went through a couple of those videos
0: up on the Discord. Nice. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you. That's good. That that that'll that ties uh, in. That ties the in. The
1: dancing one is by far my favorite. Steven Seagal dances with his like, it just it's so obvious he has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> so yeah, hey, time to take all those Russian language lessons. You can't learn how to dance, Fatso. Okay.
0: <laughs> no fat shaming, except for oh, shoot it's It's worth the first shoot oh, so, no, like like be one thing. No, no, I'm, I'm no go. focus. Focusing, sorry, focus. sorry, focusing. Doing Zen, uh, we're focused now. Yeah, we're, we're I gotta get go back. Gotta, <laughs> so, woosa, you, you, had said, you had said
1: the, you had said last week that you were actually really tempted to have a drink because of the stress with your family. Um, but how did you wind up coping with that?
0: so one saying it out loud helped so there there was that um i was able to get through the the entirety of the weekend without feeling any undue pressure uh honestly i don't even remember any like specific cravings that i had over the weekend um i know that there were a couple of glasses like Everybody at um, my in-laws' place, they would all, like my mother-in-law and my stepfather-in-law. They'll have you know a glass of wine and a um, and a and a scotch every once in a while, but they're not heavy drinkers. Like a bottle of wine for my mother-in-law will last her like a week, which is great. That's fine. You know she drinks in moderation. No big deal. My I have I have two of the extended family though that. It was kind of funny like there was a moment where i show up and it's like 11 o'clock in the morning and i show up with my family and one of them has a white claw in their hand already at like 11 o'clock in the morning and we go upstairs and my oldest goes straight for the for the sugar because there's you know it's christmas time there's treats there's sugary stuff there's they made this peppermint pretzel bark that's really really tasty he went straight to it and he started munching on it and this one family member goes Oh, starting in on the sugar a little early, are we? And all I can think is really fucking white You Are you serious right now? <laughs> I wish you would have said something. <laughs> I there, mm, See, this is one of the reasons I get stressed out around the holidays because <laughs> these forced interactions and like my tongue is so much sharper than everybody else's there. And nobody there had any of the sort of upbringing around the friends that I like, us razzing each other. is normal for me steve if you mock me i'm fine with it because i'm used to i've been i've been dealing with that since i was 16 fucking years old and i like my peer group i I, it wasn't a peer group it was literally like i was a hanger on to a bunch of people in their mid-20s who all you know wanted to cultivate friendships and everything But the way that they did it was by razzing each other. And I was not immune to that because I was, you know, you know, sometimes 10 years, you know, their junior. So I spent the greater part of my latter teen and then all of my 20s dealing with people that that the way that we communicate is via insult. I can't bring that to bear. Every single time I have, I've inadvert well, inadvertently because I didn't mean to, but I've hurt somebody's feelings. Like, it's happened a bunch of times. So every single time I'm around these people, and this might be a big, gigantic part of it, that thank you very much, therapists, um, <laughs> that I'm unlocking right on fucking uh, on air right now, is I, I just I don't have the full uh, range of, my wit and caustic sense of humor to rely on when i'm dealing with them for fear that i'm going to hurt somebody's feelings and i would have loved to have thrown that at like oh it was a little early for the sugar R- really <laughs> are you fucking kidding me like oh yeah so I feel like
3: all you had to say was you know like oh yeah white claw <laughs>
0: would have been enough and that's exactly what i thought of doing and then i stopped myself because i know exactly how these goddamn conversations go where somebody you know brings it up later and is like well i thought that will was really rude (laughs) okay sounds good sounds good none of you people get me you never have it's all right i forgive you
1: what do you mean by you people?
0: Yes. <laughs> that's exactly
3: what do you right. mean by you people? I mean
0: fucking normal people, all right? That's just... just Goddamn normies. Goddamn normies. <laughs> um, Assholes. So, yeah, yeah. That's that's where I'm at. Like, I grew up around gamer culture, which is just kind of like... There, there's so much... Especially the gamer culture that we were a part of was so bro There were so many, like jock moments in the group of people that i grew up around so and anyways i i don't know good game go team so uh no i i got through the the holiday after that one you know sort of conversation with my wife last week that i talked about on the podcast last week um i didn't have any more cravings uh that that i can remember i just remember that everybody was having something to drink Except for my wife, my sister in law, and then all the kids and myself when I was over at my in law's place. And like, I took note of it, but it didn't. Yeah. I mean, that's certainly not the environment where I can feel free to, you know, (laughs) to, to relapse or something like that. So I did have a couple of dreams about relapsing, though. I had, I had one not last night, but the night before. Um, and I don't remember it. I just remember the, the, you know, it was a drinky dream. It was a really, really intense one. And, um, yeah, it's just one of those ones where you wake up and you wonder to yourself, wait, did I did I relapse? No, my wife is sleeping next to me. I'm in my own bed. I'm not, you know, I'm not at my parents' place, which is where I would inevitably have ended up if, I'd, if I if had had a relapse. So, yeah. All right. Ticky, how about you, buddy?
1: I, ugh. I had a really rough go of it, like I was saying earlier. Um, Yeah, I was just kind of like highly isolated, um, dealing with my own shit, dealing with the depression. I really, I mean, at times I really wanted to drink. Yeah. Um, I didn't even think about the fact that it wouldn't help. I just just thought that's what I should do. Um, You know, I was like by myself. Um, yeah, so it was just, it was just really rough. Uh, the, the holidays, I have a really tough time with Christmas. Um, and as I don't know put it out there, it's, I think it revolves around the idea that my parents raised, uh, me and my siblings, me in particular, to associate your, uh, your emotional expression, with the gift that you give, and the gifts that I would always want to give, I, then of course it would it would it would manifest into this. Well, it's got to be perfect. Hmm. It's got to be great. And then if it isn't, then that becomes like this like kind of like terrible scenario in my brain. And you know, being bipolar doesn't help any of this at all. But uh, it it really it really drove it really drove a lot in terms of like, well, I gave all the gifts to my kids. They were all really happy. And the people that I care about, they, they got something, I don't know, text messages or whatever, but, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just, it it compounds, it, it it, it rolls up on itself where I don't, it, it just starts and it snowballs. It's actually the right way to say it. Mm -hmm. It just gets bigger and it gets worse and it gets bigger and it gets worse in my mind until like kind of the holiday actually hits up until like christmas eve and then i i wind up with this feeling of dejection that's so terrible because i i i worry that no matter what i did it wouldn't be the right thing and then you know in order to avoid dealing with those situations i then kind of like put myself into an isolation um and then that just basically like you know Containerizes or basically holds everything that I have and the negative feelings that I've got. Like it basically just compresses them and pushes them inside. As at one point in time, I was, I mean, I think Saturday or Sunday, I was in like actual. I think it was on Christmas. I was actually it was actually in physical pain. I actually, really hurt um, physically, mm-hmm. and um, you know. That was, that was, that was really rough. And my, my old coping mechanism would have been just to drink and try and forget about it. But now I've had to like develop better coping mechanisms and, you know, try and hang out with my dog and, you know, try and be like a normal human being about things. But it was just really tough. It was Mm -hmm. really bad, really bad. It was like every every Christmas, this kind of rolls up. So it'll, well, something like this will happen again next year I'm sure. But mm-hmm. uh well, I mean I guess I could talk to my therapist about it. That would probably be helpful. So that's that's where I'm at with everything.
0: I mean, yeah, you know. It's like Yay, plan of action. It still sucks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that's that's well that's ever since I was diagnosed with uh, with bipolar, that's been like there there are those times you're like, oh my god, I'm depressed. Why am I depressed? No reason. It just something triggers with bipolar, and I wind up depressed for a couple of days. And I'm like, this is so stupid. Like in my brain, I can tell myself that that's that it's not real, but I can't unthink the weather, so to speak. Sure. You know, it's 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 there for me to perceive, for me to then you know be within that environment. Yeah, it's I I get. Uh, it, yeah, I I I guess I should say that I have some mechanisms, I have some uh, coping mechanisms that'll help me through all of this. Um, but it's it's yeah, it's 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 rough. It's it's still that scenario where I'm like, I know I shouldn't be depressed. I know I you know it really shouldn't feel this way. Um, but you know it does, and I've just gotta you know figure out a way to overcome it. Um, that's that's that really.
0: No, I, so I, I, I would be curious if it is possible to suffer from like normal emotional depression and from bipolar disorder at the same time.
1: Yeah. Bipolar has, you this just is, get the, you get the mania and the depression.
0: Right. Right. I, but like, I don't see why, like, how can I put this? uh you might have like reasons outside of your bipolar that inform on why the holiday season is such a trigger for you
1: oh yeah without a doubt right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like i said I th- it, it comes it comes from my i think a lot of it comes from my upbringing the way that my parents kind of put this emphasis on gifts and i think that, that actually came from my grandparents on down
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and this idea that gift giving was—that was how you, would, you know, you don't express emotion any other way. Like in, in growing up in my family, especially my grandparents, it was, you know, you express emotion in this one way, and that's how people know that you care, hmm. and that's it. It's it's really it's really terrible. God, the Greatest Generation was horrible. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh well you know they were all uh, dealing with uh, you know undiagnosed PTSD so uh,
1: <laughs> yeah yeah totally I
0: mean you know we all have we all have our shit I'm man. not I'm not judging other than the fact man. that I'm judging <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not fucking judging them I'm just completely judging them no big deal meh meh yeah, yeah. well cheers well uh thanks for the share man I'm sorry that's been such a rough time for
1: you it's um, okay dude these things are they're what they are right. It's not right. so like I'm. I don't know. I wish I had like a better answer for it all right now. Right. Um. It's. Uh, I knew that like come like Boxing Day I would start to feel better.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I did, and then today the my motorcycle is a lot of my therapy. So mm-hmm. taking that out and riding it, uh, getting a lot of energy out, doing that it certainly helped. Yeah, oof, it helped a lot, man.
0: That's good. That's good. Steve, you have anything you'd like to share tonight? I'm not following that, man.
3: I sound like a dick.
0: <laughs> you can follow that with something. Ha- dude, you're just... No, uh, you're, I'm, you're, I'm, you're I'm like,
3: just playing because I got I I got nothing, man. I, uh, yeah, I'm
0: happy as a clam. Okay uh, there, good share. It was, a,
3: it was a good Christmas. It was, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing all right. So,
0: Did you get anything fun?
3: Did I get anything fun? Yeah, did you get anything fun? It is entirely plausible that I got a PS5.
0: I was wondering if you uh <laughs> if that had happened after you sent me the, the, the cryptic text. What if somebody had a PS five? Could they cross platform play on that? And apparently No. The answer is no. no. PlayStation <laughs> is an absolute shit company, in my opinion. So, fuck you, Sony. Like I love my They're PlayStation like, 4.
3: We don't want to play
0: with Play. But this exclusivity <laughs> bullshit, like I spent a good hour and a half trying to figure out a way that I can include you in some of the gaming that I would like to do for the uh the New Year's Day stream. Mm-hmm. And there's like three games. I mean, there's more than that, but it's it, like of games that I actually want to play. Like there there's next to yeah. nothing. thing. Like I there's Yeah. It's really yeah. it's really fucking frustrating. Like there I could play Play a million things with Tiki on Xbox. I can play stuff with members of the community on Xbox, uh, cross stream or cross uh, play to, to, to Steam. PlayStation's got like Destiny 2. Meh. <laughs> do you know what I like? Sometimes. Do you know what I do like, though? Mm. Uh,
3: this kind of informs my whole like weird, you know, stranger danger thing. Like,
0: hmm, I have to play with strangers. <laughs> it could have been just you and I playing. I get that it didn't have stranger to be stranger danger. danger you're like you know why i like the ps5 because i don't have to play with anybody that's not a ps5 player strangers are out there
3: just don't need all these people telling me they fucked my mom there's
1: a lot of them too there's a lot of them that have fucked her mom yeah your your mom i hate to bring it to you pretty <laughs> sure she's promiscuous yeah <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, I I don't know. You're I do Fairly certain. I don't know how to tell you, buddy, but uh, the the world is full of F A O Schwartzes, <laughs> <laughs> and your mom is uh, is all the soup that uh, we've been making with that cookbook. You and I were strangers at one point in time, Steve. How did that? How did it happen? And I and I hated you. You hated me. That see that <laughs> actually so makes sense. You. One of the one of the one, one of the things like recently that I've been thinking in my head, and this is uh you know this has been a weird one but i don't know if you guys ever think this stuff steve i doubt you do ticky i don't know if you do maybe you do but all i can think i think stuff oh no i know but this very specific thing (laughs) i look back at all of the embarrassing (laughs) stupid fucked up shit that i did when i was not in my sobriety now and i think to myself how did i have any friends at all any like any above zero how did how why is my wife with me how, like these are moments when i will like <laughs> ruminate on like like things are really good now do you, do you know it's they really were fun? bad then why did anybody like me whatsoever i mean i'm not i'm not looking for an answer to that because it's, no, just, it's it's so masturbatory it's so like like so, somebody somebody helped me with my feelings a r- kind of rhetorical moment here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but at least but yeah
3: at least you had the excuse of you know oh crap i'm an alcoholic i was a dick i'm just a dick and i wonder how anybody's my friend just in yeah. general <laughs> like i don't have the excuse of, of the alcohol like yeah. yeah i'm just genuinely like man why does anybody try to hang out with me I'm kind of an
1: asshole. That's a good question. A, you know what? It's probably pity. It might be. They've Maybe. probably watched It's probably been a lot of lifetime movies people have watched. I know. I've watched my fair share. And in those, the person... <laughs> that guy uses... needs a friend. You know what? I, yep. watched,
0: uh, I watched The Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> 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 when I was looking for friends, I was like, who doesn't have shoulders? <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's got, like, two really big shoulders, I'll have you know.
0: Steve, Steve, Steve basically is just head to torso. There's like, it's, it's beautiful. It's so great.
1: So Steve is like a Quasimodo. Is that what you're really throwing out there at this point? La Espanol. <laughs>
0: La Espanol.
1: That's Quasimodo is, that's not, that's French. That's not, shut up. <laughs>
0: Even Steve laughed at that one. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, fucking
1: love Steve I love you Steve could have been worse He could have been like Yeah he's a lot like Andy Dick
0: Oh god no 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 <laughs> No Not even Yeah I'm not, not trying to be like that not trying to be like that <laughs> I, the, the, the clue was in The clue was in the guy's name <laughs> <laughs> He was basically telling us all he along was, He was telling us all along The phone
1: call is coming from somebody with your phone number <laughs> Uh, yeah
0: yeah um so I uh, just moving on because we, we're we're time is time is flying by for this episode um this is that whole steven seagull bit yeah the steven seagull steve n seagull yeah Train, yep, yeah he's and still then, trying to show, us, show us. still trying he's it, it'll work too that's the fucking problem um <laughs> the year in review I actually had to like sit down and write this out because my memory is shit. But the year in review has been a really good year. Like like for all the for all the trials, tribulations, for the frustrating things uh that uh that that we deal with on a day-to-day basis. When I started writing all this out, all I could think was, "Wow, this has been a pretty monumental year for this little project that we've got going on here in sobriety uh Tiki and I have maintained our sobriety for a third year a third full year um and uh I couldn't be I couldn't be more proud of you bud. like uh walking this path and uh and and doing the 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 pod with you um has been has been has been work but it's been a joy to work on um uh personally for myself uh, getting into the gym and reinforcing the good decision that is my sobriety with further good decisions in terms of my health and hopeful longevity. Of course, I could be like one of those guys that gets into the gym and then like dies like three years later when he's like on the squat rack. That's always a possibility. But uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna focus on the, the the good things. We're gonna focus on 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 hopefully making the changes in my diet, in my physical health. Um, that reinforced the good decision of, of staying sober. And then um, one, of the, one of the things that I really was pleased to do this year in sobriety was start reading a little bit more from experts who have their finger pretty deep in the realities of what the, the deep end of uh, addiction what 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 that really looks like and what their experiences are and then trying to use those experiences as further perspective to uh, realize that, you know, for the most part, I'm an incredibly lucky human being who has an amazing support, uh, you know, a scaffolding of support around me in the friends that I have, the friends that for whatever fucking reason I was able to make, uh, along the way. And then, uh, the family and, and loved ones that, that are near, uh, and dear to me and want me to succeed in this. So, um, so that's, that's my year in review for sobriety ticket. Do you have a year in review for sobriety? Do you have, do you have milestones that you'd like
1: to share? I don't know. My, my milestones I suppose were, getting getting used to boredom um, and not having that as a trigger uh, triggering effect uh, finding you know productive ways other ways to 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 um, uh, spend my energy mm-hmm. uh, that would not be drinking um, honestly really I mean putting... For me, most of the time, drinking is this entire almost this entire year. Most of the time, even the thought of drinking has been, it just doesn't even occur to me anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I don't know. You walk into a bar and I'm like, oh man, I hope they have sparkling water here.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah.
1: like so. It's so weird. I'm not, I'm not tempted <laughs> to to do anything. In fact, in fact, I get more triggered by these stupid commercials than <laughs> I do like by like going out and about. Like so, yeah. I'm, yeah, I think that I found like uh, I found a couple of things that I can I can I can do well at this point. The, the especially having the boredom trigger kind of like fade fade away to the background, that's been huge.
0: That's a good. That's a good. Mm-hmm. Steve, do you have anything in personal development that you'd like to share that you had kind of as milestones for the year?
3: Uh, you know, doing this with you guys, absolutely. Like it's it's it, it feels you know as much of it is my little part in it but it feels like it feels really good to put something positive out there into the world yeah. and i think that's what this podcast is and uh yeah so that's my little reflection i guess
0: i like it i like it my little corner <laughs> i like it you know we've got we've got 2023 to look forward to i have goals for 2023 uh you know i have professional goals i have i have personal fitness goals i have mental uh health goals and uh i i i really think that we can call them new year's resolutions um but i you know i've got all this momentum that i've built up over the last couple of years and i just want to keep it going and uh you know the 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 it might sound cliche but the idea that the best version of ourselves is right around the corner we just got to work towards getting it um because there's always there's always some kind of improvement that we could be doing, some kind of even if it's just little things, you know, drops in, drops in a bucket make a full bucket, man. So, um, so yeah, yeah. Um, this year in uh, broadcasting, uh, we doubled down on the streaming. Um, we did some interesting things with uh, expanding the streaming to doing more than just video game stuff. Uh, we made sure that the focus of the stream was sobriety and not the the activities that we do so you know the times when somebody new to the community has come in and said hey i'm struggling with uh with this substance do you guys have any thoughts and i would you know put down whatever it was that i was playing or doing and make them the focus that's something that i was really proud of this year and something that i really want to continue to move forward with into the new year. Um, we started painting on stream, and not only does that kill so many of the birds that I you know, wanna do, it, it's content creation, but at the same time, it's also going through this gigantic pile of beautiful shame slash potential. Some people call it a pile of potential. I call it a pile of shame because I'm still, just, uh, just that little bit cynical, but uh, it's hard not to look over at the, uh, yeah, I see you models over there looking at me, judgmentally i'll put some paint on you we'll get we'll we'll get some pigments on you eventually so um we became uh twitch affiliates which is literally it's it it's a fucking it's just such a uh participation trophy uh but uh it was still a really kind of a cool moment to uh to hit that little tiny milestone it's funny the jump from not being affiliated to affiliated is tiny. The jump from being affiliated to being like a full-on partner at Twitch is massive. Like it's so it feels so daunting and huge at this stage um that I like and we're so niche that I I just have to, you know, put my head down and focus on just, you know, continuing to create content that I enjoy doing instead of worrying about the numbers. And uh that's it's going to be something I do into the new year um let's see what else else do we do um you know we started out just doing just the the gaming on twitch but now we're publishing the podcast on youtube we've got um i i don't know if you guys saw or i don't think i said anything about the numbers but we've passed 3500 listens over the last year and a half which is great um our audience retention is somewhere in the uh upper teens lower 20s which is really really good um you know we've kind of we've kind of stayed stayed pretty consistent, and then uh, we had two amazing interviews, uh, with some some great guests. One of which drew attention directly to the emotional toll that being a family member, or loved one of an addict, what that's like, and then the other one taking a look at kind of what I would consider to be a a undersung. Uh, corner of the addiction universe uh as it were um and then uh you know we continue to work on our craft continue to get better at at being uh being on on camera and being on uh, on recorder and becoming better and better podcasters and i look forward to seeing where we grow in the new year um and then in gaming didn't really have a lot of stuff going on with gaming this year other than playing a variety you know big gigantic variety of games we finished a couple of of uh some of the smaller indie stuff that uh started playing but for the most part um kind of stuck in the you know metroidvania souls like or shooter genres and haven't done too much outside of of that so um i'm i'm thinking that over the next year uh we might Focus in on one or two genres or titles, and uh, and make uh, make some content with with some more a little bit more specificity, while overlaying our our sobriety material over top of it. And then uh, I want to make sure that uh, um, that the the momentum that I got from doing War Machine and Hordes. Uh, or uh, being at Warfare Weekend and seeing War Machine and Hordes and wanting to play that again and really wanting to play that again, I want to I want to make sure that that, uh, that that keeps moving forward. Um, other than that, we got uh, we got the pilot done on the on the on our on our side project, which is gaming and broadcasting related, and uh, we're we're looking to to pick that up uh, after the New Year. We've got friends out on medical leave because they had a damn. Baby, how dare they? How dare they? How fucking dare they aim for the belly button. Jesus, Ryan. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? So um Tiki, do you have anything in gaming that uh that, that you consider a milestone? I mean you've been you've been playing a whole hell of a lot of hunts.
1: Yeah, I, I they actually uh, Steam luckily tracks your hours in a game. And I'm at like thirteen hundred hours. Holy crap, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs>
0: what the hell?
1: So, uh, so yeah, it's been a, uh, it's been a really uh, kind of a single game kind of year.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, the only thing that I saw that the only thing that I think was like was kind of interesting was uh, my son is really really big into Pokemon. I I just never thought that he would he would he would go down that route. I don't know why in my brain, but he found out about it and he has been going nuts about it ever since. And he's just a you know, awesome kid. Um, so I'd gotten him the uh, the new Pokemon Scarlet and yeah, yeah, whatever Violet, whatever. Yeah, and, my, uh, my, my oldest yeah. literally just bought that today. That's awesome. Yeah. So my uh, my son, uh, he told me he just beat Scarlet. Cool. There was like it's been like a week and a half. <laughs> like, what, what the hell? He's like, well, I beat the story. I still have to go back and collect all the Pokemon. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's um, awesome. So yeah, yeah, so he's he's you know it's just it's what the, what they enjoy versus what what I might enjoy it, it differs. Sure, um, sure. But uh but yeah, I'm I'm really happy. I'm really really happy that he and uh, even my daughter to a, to a slightly lesser extent, I got her uh, a Sims game which I I really don't understand that. That's Jesus. I guess like she wants to have a job, you know, at 10. That's fine. <laughs> what it is. It's just, middle man- it's just middle management. That's all it is. <laughs> all it Sims
0: is. games are just middle management. Damn it!
1: Yeah, my my, my my daughter's. She was. I got her an expansion pack, which was which was not cheap, but uh, she really wanted to play. as like the teenagers, and I'm like, okay. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. So those are those are like the the little milestones here and there. Uh, my kids have got a plethora of games. I haven't done any board gaming probably at all this year
0: um we gotta change that man
1: i did hear about a place up north that does gaming so uh, like a like a like a like a like a restaurant bar that's, that's oh yeah games and everything's yeah. apparently one up i guess towards you yeah so uh, i'm interested in maybe looking into that and maybe get to the house especially when the weather gets warmer if i can just ride my motorcycle there because yeah yeah i'm just gonna cool. ride my motorcycle everywhere apparently
0: Absolutely, dude. If I'm you just, can, man, do it. I'm.
1: I'm absolutely not kidding about that. I've. 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 I've put in the last two years. I have put like three thousand miles on my car <laughs> because I just ride my motor. Whenever there's an option, it's like you take the car. Am I going to the grocery store? No, um, take the motorcycle. Yep, I'm throwing the leg over. <laughs> yep, <clears> that's <throat> just the way that it rolls. It's just the yeah. way that I roll. Yeah, I got you, so. man. I got you. I mean, yeah, that's that's been about that's been about it for me, Steve. Uh, well...
0: You're in your view, gaming, broadcasting? Try to think
3: here, yeah. um Gaming-wise, loved Elden Ring. Fantastic. Yeah, didn't fin- beat it. You finished that, I'm one right? of those people. Oh, no, you, you God, didn't? No. Oh, okay, okay. No, I'm still, like, middling around. I don't know. I don't even remember where I'm at, but uh, it's the last time I played. But I'll, I'll get there eventually. You know what's funny? <laughs>
0: I actually looked up to see what the price on PS4s were just to see if I could bring one into... The studio here and set it up so that we could like i could stream with you on that and they're still like three hundred yeah, dollars they're, they're still, still they're not still cheap pricey like, yeah if anybody has a ps4 laying around that they want to donate to the cause you let me know uh yeah,
3: no, don't no, no, got no, one no, no, of no, those no. but yeah so elven ring um that was a lot of fun uh as far as the little games what stood out was uh Tales of Iron. That was a lot of fun. The, got, wait, got the to mouse Got be a little game? mouse. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a side-scrolling Dark Souls game. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, it's, like a, it's exactly what it's like. Um,
0: I think I purchased that, was... that on Steam sale for like 10, 15 Yeah, I think I got it on ago. sale yeah. too. I
3: don't remember what. I, I have it on the Switch. But um, yeah, it's just a, a neat little game that I, I put a lot of time into. It was frustrating as all hell certain times. And, sure. Um, but very fulfilling. And then... Uh, what was it? The Shredder's Revenge. I, oh, I really yeah. enjoyed that because uh, playing that with 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 my kiddo, uh, he got really really into that. So we me and him put a lot of a lot of time into that.
0: So that was a lot of fun. That's funny. We did. I actually we did beat that on stream one yeah. night. I mean, it's not a long game by no any means. No, no no. It's an arcade game. It's it's yeah. it's, it's not supposed to be. You're supposed but to dump was... quarters into it back in 1988. Yeah, but like you know, like playing with his kids,
3: like that. It's it was great to bond with him on that game, and you know, it was a lot of fun to to play that. Um, Likewise, like you said, you know, getting back into the tabletop stuff, that was very reinvigorating to, to get back on, in on that.
0: Yeah, it felt um, good
3: uh, to have yeah. you guys over and the, to... to... Just get to play with the models and stuff like that. Uh, Excited to build my new army that I've, I mean, I've been working towards, the Grimkins, mm-hmm. like Nightmare Guys for... I mean, been working on those guys for a while, but maybe we'll get there.
0: Yeah, they're like Tim Burton-style uh, style yeah. Nightmare Guys, yeah. Pumpkin heads and yep. other weird things. Yeah, you take uh take a Nightmare before Christmas and pop it into a steampunk slash steam arc or arcane punk uh setting and that's that's kinda what the Grimkin are, yeah. 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 Um yeah, I think that's
3: that's things that I definitely enjoyed.
0: Well cheers, right on man. Right on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well um shit my thing's not coming up i want the thing to come up uh, like every episode of the save vs. poison podcast we like to shout out to the mutual support groups that we hope you turn to in your time of need Alcoholics Anonymous, AA.org, 212 Moderation Management, Moderation.org, two one two eight seven one zero nine seven four. Secular AA. That's AAsecular.org. 323-693-1633. Smart Recovery, smartrecovery.org, 440-95-15-357. And Women for Sobriety. Womenforsobriety.org. 215-536-8026 for friends and family of addicts that need a little help in a group type setting there's al-anon family groups that's www.al-anon.alateen.org they can be reached at 188 425 it has been a it's been a good year and i'm hoping that this next year will be even better and i think just a little bit of goal creation and then uh, a little bit of working towards those goals uh we'll we'll see that through we'll, we're hoping that the the podcast will continue to grow that the twitch stream and youtube stuff uh will double down on that in the uh in the next couple of months and hopefully uh carry that momentum through to the end of the year next year and uh yeah um from all of us here at the save versus poison podcast i'm will and i'm
3: Tricky. and i still didn't understand that first joke
0: I'm not repeating it again. I won't do it. One more
3: time. No,
0: I'm not doing it again. You tricked me once, you hooligan. (laughs) (laughs) Your name is Steve. One more time. (laughs) Your name is Steve. And we wish you. Yeah, now it is. All right, you fucker. (laughs) Quit derailing the end of the show. (laughs) I have to pee. Uh. (laughs) I'm Will. He's. Ticky. and that's Steve. Yeah, alright. And you're Steve, and uh, we wish you warm, creamy regards. Good night, and have a good New Year, everybody. You've just listened to another episode of the Save vs. Poison podcast. If you liked what you heard, please follow us, like, and subscribe on Twitter at VS underscore save, on Facebook at the Save vs. Poison podcast, and streaming live on Twitch at Twitch.tv backslash SVP podcast. Thanks so much for joining us and stay safe, everyone.